Ricky, how much do you listen with your eyes? Excuse me? Well, in today's episode, we're looking at how movement and the visuals of a performance can impact perceived musicality and expressiveness. We're looking at questions like, do larger movements equate to a more enjoyable performance? Does this perception vary across audiences from different musical backgrounds? And what can we do with this information as musicians? Let's dive into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Practice Project Podcast, brought to you by Encoder. I'm Bethany and with me today, as always, is my trusted co-host, Ricky. Hi, Bethany, and greetings to all our listeners. So remind me, what article are we breaking down today? Well, in this episode, we'll be exploring a piece of research by Caitlin Trevor and David Huron in 2018. They published the results in an article titled Animated Performance, Better Music Means Larger Motions. In a nutshell, the article looks at how expanding our physical gestures when we're playing can enhance the quality of our practice and performance. Because as musicians, we often regard sound as the most important factor in a performance. But there is, of course, a visual element to all musical performances. Correct. When we perform, we're not just making music. We're creating a multi-sensory experience for our audience that involves sound, sight, and movement. And although the research by Trevor and Huron focus on the flute, violin, clarinet, and cello specifically... Visual elements play a part in any musical performance, whatever instrument we play. For their experiment, Trevor and Huron used motion capture technology to record four different musicians, all from the Ohio State University, performing two solos that they knew well. In each case, one of the passages was slow and lyrical, and the other was faster and more technically challenging. Using motion sensors, the movements made by the musicians while playing were then translated into stick figure animations of their performances. For each original recording, three stick figure animations were created. One with augmented performance motion, one with the original motion, and one with diminished motion. The three animations were then combined into single dynamic videos where the range of motion in the animation could be adjusted using a slider from diminished performer motion through to original motion and then to augmented or exaggerated performer motion. In the second stage of the experiment, a separate group of musicians were asked to adjust the range of movements made by the animated figures whilst listening to the relevant passages of music in order to create what they thought would be the best musical performance in each case. And in summary... Trevor and Huron were able to draw two key conclusions from the results of their experiment. Firstly, the participants consistently chose to increase or enhance the extent of the performers' movements in the animated performances in order to improve performance quality. There wasn't a significant difference between the slow and lyrical passages compared with the technically challenging ones, but there was a clear correlation between more enhanced performer motion and the judgment of good performance by the participants. In other words, the larger and more exaggerated the physical motions of the performers, the better perceived expressiveness, musicality and overall quality of their performance. And secondly, from the analysis of the data, Trevor and Huron also noted that the desire for performers to be more expressive or for more enhanced performer motion 
seem to be motivated by certain musical properties or parameters. So, for example, an increase in dynamics or rhythmic density of the music tended to result in the participants wanting more exaggerated movements from the performers to coincide with the properties of the passage of the music. But before we get into how movement can impact perceived musicality further, let's take a short break. Hi, I'm Mike Newman, ENCODA's Institutional Partnerships Director. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Practice Project Podcast. You can make your practice even more effective with an ENCODA subscription. You'll get access to over 110,000 titles from renowned publishers, advanced annotation tools, and much more. So, subscribe today and enhance your musical journey with ENCODA. When an audience watches a performance, they are usually doing just that, watching. While we as musicians would usually think of sound quality as being of the utmost importance, it has been demonstrated by other research that various different external factors can positively or negatively affect an audience's perception of the quality of the music. Some of those external factors might be, for example, the age and economic profile of the audience, how the musicians dress and behave on stage, or their perceived attractiveness. Unfortunately, we know from research that even the gender of the performers can influence how a performance is received by an audience. But motion capture technology provides a useful way to study performer motion without the added complication of any of these external factors. And animating the motion data also allows for the manipulation of the visual elements of a performance without altering the original audio recording. What the research by Trevian Huron shows is that the physical motions of the musicians can have a significant impact on how audiences perceive the overall quality of a performance. And it also demonstrates that completely secondary motions like swaying, which are not intrinsic or essential or necessarily even relevant to the musical outcome, can nevertheless significantly enhance perceived musicality. And as musicians and music educators, we can definitely use this knowledge to our advantage. By understanding and acknowledging the connection between sound and visual information, our performances can be perceived by our audience as more expressive and convincing, and therefore more musical. And having an understanding of the musical properties that inspire secondary physical motions and also those musical properties that inhibit such secondary motions can be useful when we're composing or choosing music to perform or preparing for a performance. What the research by Trevor and Huron offers us is a new perspective for our practice and performance. Instead of focusing only on sound, we also need to think about how we can enhance the visual elements of our performance to create a more engaging and expressive musical experience for the audience. Absolutely. As we've learned, musical performance is a multimodal, multi-sensory experience for an audience. And what you see can really enhance what you hear. As musicians, we have this powerful tool at our disposal. So why not use it to our advantage? That wraps things up for today. Thanks for tuning into the Practice Project podcast by Encoder. We hope you found this episode as enlightening as we did. And if you did find this episode helpful, please go ahead and share it with your friends and fellow musicians. Until next time, practice smart and stay healthy.